Happy Monday! Everyone, it's Christina with Creed Occur. I want to first just go ahead and apologize. I know it's Monday evening, and I told you guys, these are not pre-recorded videos. So you are getting real-time, real responses. And of course, it's late on Monday, and I am up recording for you guys because life just happens. But I didn't want to miss an opportunity to share what the Lord has given me this week. First, congratulations to our first winner of this month's weekly giveaway. Don't worry if you haven't had an opportunity to uh, win. There are plenty more opportunities this month, and we're even giving greater rewards as the month goes on. So definitely tune in and make sure that you are following our page. I want to mention that no winner can win twice, but each follower has the opportunity to be entered in more than one giveaway. So you have to stay tuned. So I pray that you all have had a blessed week and that you were blessed by last week's message because this week we are going in. We are still focusing on reverencing our gifts. We are still reflecting on the letter that Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12. We spoke last week about the simple truth that we must reverence each area, each item, each relationship as a gift but also that God has planted something in us that is supposed to be used as a gift to glorify him. This week, it's going to get personal. And I know that we all have those moments where we speak generally, but the moment that it gets close to home, it gets personal. Let me forewarn you that this message, it will cut as it should, because many of us need a praying friend that will pray us out of some things and call us out when we are wrong. Hello, welcome. I'm here to be that friend today. We all know someone, someone in our lives that just wishes that they had something in addition to what they already have. Do you know someone like that? If you don't know someone like that, then that person is highly likely you. I'm here to plant this bug in your ear today and reveal the secret that the reason you don't have the gift is because if you had it, you wouldn't know what to do with it. How to use it, how to treat it, how to steward it, how to cultivate it, how to activate it, etc. I can go on and on. But for some of us, we truly desire the ability to, to sing or to be creative, to be rich, to have the mushy, loving relationship, to have that dream car. You don't have it because you wouldn't know what to do with it. It's not for you in this season, at this time. The saddening discovery is that we have yet to value our own personal, unique, distinct, and individual gifts. And it's because we don't want them. We want the other gift. Yes, that gift over there in her purse, in his hand, on her finger, on his arm, in their driveway, on their desk. We want those things. The sequel to this human dilemma is that we tend to judge and then we try to determine whether or not that particular individual that we're trying to place ourselves in comparison to, if they, by our standards, even deserve their gift. How are they qualified? And what do they have to do to work for that? And do they have the receipts to prove their efforts and credentials? Family, I just want y'all to stop it and stop it now. Paul distinctly mentions in verses 27 through 31 that you are Christ's body that's who you are. You must never forget this. Only as you accept your part of the body does your part mean anything. You're familiar with some of the parts that God has formed in his church, which is his body. 
We have apostles, prophets, teachers, miracle workers, healers, helpers, organizers, those who pray in tongues. But it's obvious by now, isn't it, that Christ's church is a complete body and not a gigantic unidimensional part. It's not all apostle. It's not all prophet. Not all miracle worker. Not all healer. Not all prayer in tongues. Not all interpreters of tongues. And yet some of you keep competing for the so-called important parts. But now, I want to lay out a far better way for you, which he then starts to talk about the unselfish love and proceeds to go into chapter 13, which is centered around the whole theme of loving one another. If this is for you, it's for you. But Paul said it just as plain as day. Only as you accept your part of the body, does your part mean anything. I will say it phrased a little differently. It is only when you accept you, your gift, then what you do for the kingdom or for this world will matter. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. You can serve in the church your whole life. You can volunteer in the community for decades and master all of the good, godly, and highly religious things. But until you have come face to face with the fact that you have been blessed with a gift and a charge to operate in that gift, what you do for the applause and the accolades, that doesn't matter. So let me ask you, does your part mean anything? Have you accepted your part? How quickly we forget that it takes all of us operating in our personal gifts in order to see the kingdom here on earth. It takes all of us. No one specific person over the other. No one specific credential. No one specific race. No one specific economic status, relationship status, and profession. What's for you is for you. And you will never have to compete for it. Dr. Matthew Stevenson mentioned this at the World Changer Summit, and he, he mentioned that what's destiny for you could be death for them. Meaning, you were called to do this, and anyone else doing it can cause destruction, undue heartache, and headache to them if they tried to pick up your mantle. The same is true for you. Leave their gift in their hands, and you begin to walk in the, and operate in the customized fashion that you were created. I pray that for each of you, you've taken the spiritual gift survey and that you've become more aware of your particular contributions to this world around you and to the body that we were all connected to. The gift wasn't just given to you. You've been entrusted with it. And it'll be sad to be gifted, but not effective. You have God's power and it is something that should not be extinguished. You have to let it out and shout it out. But at the same time, Don't hinder someone else's gift based on your pride, your jealousy, your negativity, and everything else. Just go and do great things that you were called to do. And now I want to pray for us because I know that this is this is heavy this week and I know I kind of got all up in your business, but at the end of the day, this is so true for so many of us. We're looking to the left and to the right to determine whether or not our gift even measures up. We have to let go of all of that. And remember that our gift is personal. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much. God, I thank you because you are God. Father, I thank you that there is none other like you in all the earth, God. There's so many things that are on this earth to distract us, God, but I thank you that you are the only one true God. Father, I pray right now for every single person listening to this episode. Father, I pray that you will just instill in us a realization that what's for us is for us. 
God, in the things that you have given us, the things that you've implanted in us, Father, that there is, there is something that's going to be birthed from that that only we can do. There's a gift that's implanted in us, a unique, specific, and distinct gift that's been given to us, a charge and a calling on our lives that no one else can fulfill. Father, that it, we were called to do it. Father, I pray right now that we will step up to the plate, God, that we will pick up that charge, that mantle, and begin to walk and operate in the spiritual gifts that you have given us. Father, and I pray that we will leave everyone else's gifts to them. God, that, that we wouldn't be jealous, Father, that we wouldn't walk around uh, coveting anybody else's gift or trying to judge the way that they operate in their gift or trying to determine whether or not they earned the gift. God, I pray right now that you are going to shake up something in the earth, God, that there is going to be a revival coming where people are going to want to let go of the art or the spirit of comparison. God, that the spirit of manipulation and trying to get someone to do a certain thing or to operate a certain way or to use their gifts in a certain way, God, that we will be done with those things. God, and that we will begin to operate in truth. God, that we'll begin to operate in love. God, and that we will begin to collaborate with other people in order to see your kingdom here on earth. God, you have called us to be a part of one big body. God, and I pray that we will accept our part and we will not try to diminish the part that we play in it all. God, I thank you and I love you and appreciate you for continuing to show us what we are supposed to do in the earth. God, I know that you can do great things and we are trusting and believing that you will, Father. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, I am just so thankful for the gifts that God has given us. And I pray that you will continue to tune in every weekend this, this month because we will be sowing seeds into people's lives. I also want to go ahead and just mention if you haven't taken the survey yet, please do so. It will change your life when you begin to know what am I called to do? What was I called to do in the kingdom and what gifts do I have? God is going to reveal those things to you, but we got to put in the work. And we got to quicken our feet to want to have an understanding of those things. So I want to go ahead and just pray a blessing over your life. Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus comes again. Our God, he will make this happen. For he who calls you is faithful. Brothers and sisters, go away walking with the confidence that your gift was customized. All right, know that he loves you. I love you and I'm always praying for you. Have a great week.